It's an amazing day to talk about security. Welcome to the Virtual CISO, your podcast for everything cybersecurity and privacy. Here, we'll provide insights and guidance on how your organization can attain compliance and how to implement various security and privacy framework to enable your business processes. This podcast is hosted by Olivia, who is a security professional with over 15 years of experience in InfoSec, audit and compliance. If you would like a personalized consultation, you can contact us using the details in the description and we will be happy to see how we can assist you in your compliance journey. On today's episode, we're going to be discussing the holy grail of all privacy regulation, which is the GDPR. So what is GDPR? GDPR stands for the General Data Protection Regulation and it replaced the Data Protection Directive in 2018. It can be considered as the world's strongest set of data protection rules, which enhances how people can access information about them and places certain privacy obligations on organizations as it relates to processing of personal data. The idea of privacy by design or operational privacy was non-negotiable with the enaction of GDPR. Organizations are required to document their privacy considerations, risk and mitigating solutions as part of project development processes. The GDPR framework is keen on fair and responsible ways of handling personal data and holds every organization to the same privacy protection rules, regardless of where the organization is based. So, who does the GDPR apply to? The GDPR applies to any organization that is established in the EU. It applies to any organization that offers goods and services to individuals in the EU. So even if your organization is not based in the EU and you offer goods and services to individuals in the EU, then GDPR will still apply to you. Also, the GDPR applies to organizations that monitor the behavior of individuals in the EU. For your organization to comply to GDPR, you will have to understand the key terms used in GDPR, the central principles of GDPR, the processing of personal data under GDPR. So let's discuss the key terms. Firstly, what is personal data? Personal data is any information relating to an identified or identifiable natural person. Examples of personal data are names, email address, mobile number, IP address, location data, um, mobile device ID. Um, It is also important to know that GDPR applies to data about humans only. One piece of data by itself may not be able to identify an individual, but organizations collect different forms of data to be able to distinguish or properly identify an individual, which could be shopping preferences, online browsing, social media. But then, they seem not important when they are standalone, but once these data are combined together, then they can identify an individual. Moving on, let's discuss sensitive personal data. Under GDPR, some data are considered sensitive personal data. Organizations will need to provide justification if they will be processing this kind of data. Also, the organization will be required to protect it. It is important to note that organizations are held to stricter requirements when processing sensitive personal data. Examples of sensitive personal data are racial or ethnic data, data relating to religious or psychological beliefs, health data, political opinions, um, sexual orientation, or genetic data, even biometric data is considered sensitive personal data. Now that we've talked about the types of data, let's talk about the stakeholders involved in data processing. In the privacy world, especially under GDPR, you're either seen as a data subject, a data processor, or a data controller. A data subject is the individual whom information is collected and used by an organization. The data controllers are the organization that collect the data and decide how it is used. Data processors are hired by data controllers to perform specific tasks on data. There could be organizations as well. 
One thing you must know is data controllers are ultimately responsible for the data, so your organization should have necessary controls and approvals in place when choosing to work with a vendor. This would help avoid creating potential risks. Moving on, let's talk about the central principles of GDPR. The central principles of GDPR are lawfulness, purpose limitation, storage limitation, fairness, data minimization, integrity and confidentiality, transparency, data accuracy, accountability. So let's define what each of these central principles means. Let's start with lawfulness. Lawfulness is the processing of personal data lawfully and organizations are required to specify the lawful basis for data processing under GDPR. In terms of purpose limitation, organizations should only collect personal data for specified, explicit and legitimate purposes. The organization should not process the data for a different purpose in the future or for another purpose that were not initially agreed to by the data subject. Moving on to storage limitation, organizations must not store personal data longer than it is necessary for the specified processing. Basically, a timeline should be defined for erasure. In terms of fairness, data must be processed in a fair manner. Organizations must process the data in ways data subjects would expect, based on the context and relationship with the organization. Generally, data subjects should be informed about the risk, the rules, the safeguards and rights with respect to their personal data and how to exercise their rights. Moving on to data minimization, organizations should only collect data that is necessary to achieve their specific purpose and storage period must be limited to strict minimum. Also, data should be anonymized and destroyed once it is no longer necessary for the specified purpose. In terms of integrity and confidentiality, organizations should ensure that data is not lost, damaged or altered. Also, access to data should be limited to those who need the data for a specific purpose and data must be protected from unauthorized access. The next principle here is the transparency principle. Organizations must be open and honest about their data processing activities. Information should be communicated to data subjects in a clear and understandable manner. This principle requires organizations to comply with the right to be informed of the GDPR. Moving on to data accuracy, personal data should be accurate and kept up to date, and inaccurate data must be erased or rectified. Moving on to the last principle of GDPR, which is accountability. Under accountability, organizations must demonstrate compliance to GDPR principles by implementing appropriate technical and organization privacy measures. As an organization, you must be able to demonstrate and document the data that you have, how the data is used, with whom the data is shared, how it is stored and the duration, also when and how it is destroyed. It is important to keep accurate record of data as it helps your organization respond properly to regulators if required. Think about it. Organizations process data for a variety of reasons, such as providing goods and services, market research, business relationships, public safety, and even for employment purposes. Organizations are required to provide justification under GDPR, whether it's for fulfilling contracts, um, complying with the law, or based on consent. That leads us to the legal basis for processing data under GDPR. There are six legal bases for processing of data under GDPR. We have contract, we have legal obligation, we have vital interest, we have public task, we have consent, and we have legitimate interest. If we look at contract, this is when processing is necessary to fill the contract and data subject is the party to the contract. In terms of legal obligation, this is when the controller is subject to compliance with applicable laws and obligations. Moving on to vital interest, this is when the processing of the data is required to protect the life of the data subject and there's no other option available. Moving on to public task, this applies to official authorities, including law enforcement that carry out public tasks in public interest laid down by the law. 
Moving on to consent, this is when people offer genuine choice and control over how to use their data and want to build trust and engagement with the organization. GDPR is very specific about consent. Consent must be expressed clearly, freely given, and not forced. Silence is not consent. Finally, we have legitimate interest. This is when the processing is strictly necessary for legitimate purpose pursued by the third party and when the individual rights and interests are fully considered. Data controllers must have technical security and organization measures in place to safeguard data subjects' rights, freedom, and the confidentiality, integrity, and availability of personal data should be ensured. Organizations should make sure that data is encrypted in all forms or pseudonymized, which means that the direct identifiers are removed from the data. Now let's talk about data breaches. A data breach occurs when personal data is accidentally or unlawfully destroyed, lost or altered, or when there is an unauthorized access or disclosure to it. Data controllers must ensure that they notify the appropriate supervisory authority within 72 hours, and notice should be given to the data subject immediately. Before we wrap up this episode, let's talk about the transfer of personal data. Transfer of data to a third-party country or international organization outside of the EEA is allowed if the European Commission has decided that a third-party country or the organization ensures an adequate level of protection. In some cases where there are no adequacy decisions, a transfer of personal data is allowed if the controller or processor has provided appropriate safeguards, enforceable data subject rights, and effective legal remedies for the data subject. In the event that there are no adequacy decisions or appropriate safeguards, a data transfer can still take place if you can lawfully rely on derogations. Derogations will include when the data subject has explicitly consented to the data transfer with full acknowledgement of the risk involved. Another example of derogation is when the transfer is necessary for the performance of a contract between the data subject and the controller. Also, when the transfer is necessary for public interest. Such transfers, however, should only be occasional and when necessary. Lastly, compliance with GDPR is achievable by understanding data subject rights, your organization obligations, and following your organization's policies and procedures. As always, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope I've been able to provide some insight into GDPR. Again, security should never be an afterthought. Let's continue to bake security into our business processes. And I shall talk to you on the next episode of The Virtual CISO. Thank you.